Check Sipowitz. Sipowitz. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Beatex Smith and Steve Mex. Beatex Smith and Steve Mex. You are now entering the Megacars. The Megacars. What's going on, Ted? What up, Steve? Doing good, feeling good. Weather's yeah, decent outside. Yeah. Got my swole on. You looking swole. I'm feeling strong, Ted. Yeah, man. Mm. Looking like a mm. strong yellow minion over there. That's right, because Minion Mania ran wild last Friday, brother. Do <laughs> <laughs> you like those pictures? Uh, I like the video. The video was awesome. Yeah. And go to my Twitter or my blog at KSW.com or at I'm Steve Miggs. You can see what Ted's talking about. I dressed up as a minion, dressed up as Hulk Hogan for the wrestling crew that I'm a part of, 321 Battle. It was our big Halloween spectacular called Horror Business. Horror Business. And a lot of people said I was definitely top top two, top three costumes. All right. Which I felt good about because I was very nervous. And anytime, bless you. Thank you. Anytime I told somebody I was going to do that, they kind of looked at me like, well, Okay, but then when it all came together, when the overalls were on, brother, and the yellow muscles were throbbing. I like those muscles. Yeah, it was just those typical Halloween muscles all right. that are like, you know, pale tan skin. Yeah. And I bought one of the, off of eBay, I found like a $5 dry fit yellow shirt, extra large, yeah. and just kind of squeezed it over it, and it made it look like the minion and muscles, brother. Nice. Yeah, it was great. The best feeling in the world was ripping the Hulk Hogan shirt. In the ring and feeling the crowd just react to that, that was unreal. And then throwing it into the crowd, not knowing if whoever found that shirt threw it in the garbage or whatever, come intermission, talking with some of my friends who walks by, a guy wearing that shirt as a vest. Oh, nice. I was pumped. Yeah. I was probably more pumped to see him than he was to see me. 100%. But that happens all the time. Yeah. I'm always more excited to see people than they are to me. Yeah, that's why, uh, that's why I randomly texted you Saturday at GE2. Yep. Because I was drinking with some dudes, and they were like asking about the mega cast and yep. where's Steve? And I just went, you know what? I'm not sure. Let's text him. <laughs> <laughs> I had every intention of going. And, well, at 2 in the morning, and if you listen to the mega cast, we go full into detail, but I'll give you a, a quick Cliff Notes version of it. Uh, my tire went flat while driving home at 2 in the morning. So I had to change my tire in the middle of the do- night. In the rain. In the rain. Thankfully, not dressed as a Hulk minion. I had my normal clothes on. Oh, but nothing sucked more. That's it, horrible. Because, I mean, it, Friday night and Saturday night were some good classic fall storms. Like yes. Good wind, good rain. And all I hear is that. I'm like, oh, I, got a, I got a flat tire. I blew a tire. Where were you at? I just got off of 410 right by my right near my house, like my, by Mama's Tortinis. All right. You know, right over there. And... uh just sucked. It took forever because it's dark. I'm trying to navigate my my jack with my flashlight. Rain. Drunk people honk. It sucks to be you. Oh. <sighs> just. And then, of course, everybody, on I, I post a tweet about it. And I said, I didn't know that was on my bucket list. But if it is, I guess I checked it off tonight. And people are like, don't you have AAA? Don't you have roadside assist? I'm like, yes. I'd rather change the tire and get done in 40 minutes than wait an hour and then wait another 20, 30 minutes for them to change the tire. Yeah, I would have called AAA. Ah. <laughs> That's just me, Steve. Uh, dude, the thought did cross my mind because my insurance, I have roadside assistance. I'm like, eh. But I was like, I might not get home till like 3.30 in the morning. Maybe. Well, you know. I think roadside assistance overall in AAA, different ballgames. You think? I, you think AAA would be quicker? I do. Huh. But I, I have assume... a lot of faith in him. 
<laughs> says the man who has no car. Correct. But when I have had cars, like they were always very good. <laughs> and they're quick. I remember being, I just feel like, honestly, when it comes to cars, this won't mean much if you're listening on the East Coast, but when it comes to cars, like I trust AAA and yep. I trust Les Schwab. Yep. That's where I got my tires. Yeah. I hear people tell Les Schwab stories all the time. Like, must be a good place. Solid place. I, honestly, I've gone to different places. Not that, not an ad, hashtag. Uh, yeah, right. Di- I don't yeah. own a car. I have nothing to do with either of those companies. And trust me, I would like a kickback for saying Les Schwab, Les Schwab, Les Schwab, because it cost me $1,200 to get all my tires replaced, because then I went to go get the tire patch. Turned out that the damage from the being flat and driving on it for, you know, however 100 feet caused too much damage, because I was trying to get off the freeway. I wasn't going to change the flat on the freeway. I wanted to get no. off the freeway. Good thinking. Right. I felt that that was a smart move on my part. But then the damage to the tire was so bad that they're like, well, we got to replace the tire because they showed me the inside and I agreed. But the tires Uh were getting to the point where all the tires are like, look, we could give you a new tire, but you're maybe a few months out from. Yeah. So I had to do it all $1,200 later. I would love to be able to say Les Schwab, Les Schwab, Les Schwab and get those damn tires for a discount. I just want the free meat. I'm okay with that, too. I didn't get any meat. I don't know if they do the meat anymore. They used to. When I first moved here, it was like, hey, it's the free meat. I'll tell you what, Steve, I'm a walker. So as opposed to blowing out tires, sometimes I blow out holes in the crotch in my pants. (laughs) Did you do that recently? Yo, I literally just took a pair of jeans to the uh, tailor today and was like, can you patch this up and then hem up these other two pairs? (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, we're all all making moves out here. Dude, we're all struggling. Yeah. It's the time of the year. Transportation, whether it's jeans, tires, you know, you never know when you're going to have a blowout. The guy was very nice. I was like, I got big thighs. Sometimes he goes, it happens all the time. <laughs> I keep trying to make you feel better about yeah. it. I got powerful thighs, brother. <laughs> 24 inch pythons in between my legs. Yeah, I do have some birth and thighs. Yes. <laughs> Why don't we get our heart rates and our blood pumping and our brain functioning? All right, this time around, Ted, uh, selfishly, I decided to get this to get me inspired for Live Day. I don't know if you were listening this morning on BJ and Migs. You know, our boss, and I think it's because of you sons of bitches on the men's room. All right. He pulled us aside or pulled me aside and said, hey, blah, 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 live day. And hey, you know, make an effort to like look good, like dress up for the part, you know? Are you serious? Yeah, because you know, you guys wear suits. And I'm, I'm trying to convince my crew we don't have to wear suits this year. Well, I think that like, maybe you guys set the standard. So I, I took that as, okay, we need to dress up. All right. And I decided that you could blame us, dude. Well, you know what? Blame Thrill. Yeah, it's all Thrill's fault. It's, yeah, specifically Thrill. Well, I'm all in favor if you got if you want to propose this to your crew and see if they're on board as well, because I think it would be hilarious if it's just a complete station embracement. Um, I decided, you know what, if he wants us to dress up, dress up we will, and we're dressing up as Fred Durst from Limp Bizkit. <sighs> That's close. My idea was if we have to wear suits, I'm wearing a velour suit, sweatsuits. Oh, that stove. Yeah, so we're going to do all, all of us are going to wear. Are you guys really going to dress up as Fred Durst? I brought it up this morning on the show and I said, hey, what do you guys think? Hair clothes wants us to dress up. I'm thinking we should all dress up as Fred Durst from Limp Bizkit. I know it's random, but I've always wanted to do it. I think it'd be funny to have a whole crew of us dressed as Fred Durst. Does this mean we're getting Limp Bizkit right now? Oh, you know it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. I always liked Limp Bizkit. That's right. We're getting the red ball caps. We're getting the white t-shirt, the tan khakis. Shell toed Adidas. And the Adidas. And we're doing it all for the nookie and the live day. Oh, and live day. All right. Let's get 10 mega family.
really play Limp Biscuit anymore. I think I think at this point it's ironically cool. Yeah, and it's a good song. Significant Other was a great CD. Even uh, results may vary. I like that one. I liked a lot of their records. Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water might be my favorite of them all. I just remember this CD. Like, you remember the CD player? You had to put the tape in. Yeah, so you could play in your car. I used to blare that song. Oh, dude, it was such a <sighs> pimping in the topaz. I loved Limp Biscuit. I still, I have no problem saying I still like Limp Biscuit. Yeah, I always like the end of the CD though. CD end of the CD though. End of the CD, right? When it was like. It's like balls made of steel, but don't kick me in the nuts, though. <laughs> My favorite still is uh, the intro to Rollin'. All right, partner. Yeah, and Remember Break that Stuff? One? That was a fun song, too. Oh, yeah. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is... Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. It's a dirty song, Steve. Darn it. Dirty song. Dirty song. <laughs> I was looking at it. didn't have the explicit thing. I'm like, oh, this has got to be the radio edit. This has definitely got to be the radio edit. <laughs> oh, the worst feeling. Ah, 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 ah. Every time right with a pen before you, uh, when it's it's not uh, clicked in. That bugs you that much? Oh, it drives me nuts. Ugh. Really? Oh, I hate it. Oh, yeah. Jeez, dude. I never knew this about you. Oh, I hate it. You know what mine is? Two what? frozen things rubbing against each other. <laughs> like in your freezer. That's why Ted and I do not snuggle in cold weather. Oh, don't lie to them, Steve. All right, fine. We kind of do. It's better in the cold weather. It is. <laughs> damn it. Play the damn thing. There we go. There we go. Ted Talks. It's a well-oiled machine. The text mate. Uh, in this day and age of uh, algorithms and uh, your feeds on a lot of social media, basically tailored to you, showing you what you want and this and that. Mm-hmm. And I think I've brought this up before. But just check your sources on stuff, whether or not it's on the internet. You mean all memes aren't true? All memes aren't true. Not all, uh, a lot of papers and stuff are slanted one way. And I mean, even just with some of your buddies, too. Because, you know, you hear people say stuff and you just kind of take it as word. And then it's like. Where'd you hear that? Mm-hmm. You know, so just, and also too, sometimes like, just don't take in all your stuff. Like on Twitter, I try to follow a lot of, uh, you know, Fox News and mm-hmm. right wing people too, because, you, you know, you, you got to take in what's going on all around. Right. So just know the information you're bringing in. Cause, and sometimes, you know, you can get information overload. So just be careful. And I, I would, I would encourage people before you share a story, just, Maybe click on the source of the story and see what they're about first and see if yeah. it falls in line with who you are. And uh, maybe it's even quite possibly a parody site that just doesn't seem to know that parody site should be funny. I've seen that a lot. Where, yeah. And it could be in sports, could be in politics. It seems like sports and, poli- <coughs> and politics are the two where it happens the most. Yeah. And they're right. There's like a collision course right now with those two. Right? Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of, colli- uh, you know, do we have time? I just want a quick public service announcement. Oh, it's, it's, it's all like right. A, it's like a Steve talk. All right. Steve talk. Do, 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 do. You know, I, I need a, uh, an intro to it, and I think the best way to do my Steve talk would be uh, this. All right, partner. Keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is. Time for a Steve talk. <laughs> Thank you, Fred. Appreciate that, partner. Good, good looking out, Fred. Always looking out for me. Road rage. 
Road I get rage. It. I get it. A lot right. of people get angry on the road. I'm yeah. guilty of it too. I quite often tell people that they are the C word. That's my favorite time to use that word because I'm okay. in the car by myself. The windows are up. I don't care the gender. You are a C word if you cut me off. It's just what I do. I'm not the guy that flips somebody off. I'm not the guy that's going to then tailgate you and then try and cut you off. And that's the people I would like to talk to. The idiots out there that think it's fun and forget that there are other cars on the road when they're having their road rage incident. You know those two cars, and you know it. You, you've been, yeah. you've witnessed it, where one guy cuts the other guy off. Now all of a sudden it becomes the game, and the other guy hurries up to cut the other guy off. Then that guy hurries up to cut the other guy off while they're flipping each other off, and they're mad and like, I'm going to show you my car can go faster and I can cut you off. Well, hey, ass. There you go. Hats. Don't forget there are other cars around. For instance, over the weekend, I'm trying to go to church. The last thing I'd like to do is die on my way to church. I mean, that's, if I'm going to die, I guess that's the way to go because, you know, maybe that'll help me in my quest to go to heaven. But I do not need you maybe. cutting me. Maybe. Big maybe, partner. Uh, I do not need you cutting me off so that you could get to the other car to cut him off. Because now you've made me mad, and now I want to flip you off, but I'm not getting involved in it. You're going to church. Right. I'm going to church. Jesus doesn't need that kind of energy in his house. No. Just... I don't care what you got to do. Flip each other off and call it a day and then move on your merry way. Roll on your windows and yell mean things to each other and go on your merry way. Stop doing that whole game of cutting people off. You're, because you guys are idiots, you're putting other people's lives on the line. And I think that's so stupid. I don't care if you pull off to the side of the road and punch each other repeatedly in the face. In fact, I encourage it. You're both morons. Please knock off the road rage. That's all. Yeah, that's fair. Bothers me. You know, even in Jesus' day, man, they had camel rage. Did they? Yep. Classic. Everybody knew it. We'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Rage. You are not alone. You have Ted, Steve, and me. Grace, the mother robot. The mega cast will be back. But maybe I'm not alone. Maybe if you take my hand and I reach up to God, well, maybe this time he'll say a prayer for the dead. It's almost that time of year. Kids you've never met will show up on your doorstep demanding free candy. But giving out free stuff to people who don't deserve it is un-American, right? It's time to take back America by making sure those ungrateful candy grubbers skip your house next Halloween. Introducing Yuckos, vegetables disguised as your favorite candy. Little Johnny thinks he's getting a Hershey bar. Little does he know that it gives him 100% of the recommended daily allowance of beets. Little Susie just got a Snickers bar. Little does she know that it's made of 100% asparagus. And imagine the fun of opening up a big bag of M&Ms only to discover that they're candy-coated peas. The scientists at Halliburton have perfected a process of taking perfectly good fresh vegetables and making them look just like your favorite candy. You can't tell the difference until you bite into it. Yucko's Disguised Vegetable Candies. Repelling unwanted trick-or-treaters since 1963.
These two are irresistible. And I love the way they hurt me. Ha, ha. The Megacast is back. I didn't come for a fight, but I will fight till the end. And this one might be a battle. Might not turn out okay. You know you look so Seattle, but you feel so LA. Hey, Nippy in here, huh, Rad? It's irresistible. I failed to mention that live day. Um, if you're planning on going, you might want to buy the VIP passes because yeah. what we're doing, they're calling like a halftime thing in, in between uh, BJ and Migs and the men's room. There's going to be a, a, a nice window of time, downtime. Well, for people that buy the premium tickets, they get to hang out still with us in that room while the rest of the people have to like kind of be told, hey, go gamble, go eat, whatever it may be, and you can come back a little bit before 2 o'clock for the men's room. Um, not only will there be like Q&As with different, like our show and your show, Rock Girl Fashion Show, but also a live podcast, and that podcast is The Megacast. Yes, sir. So if you want to come hang out and be a part of a taping of The Megacast live at Live Day, and we plan on incorporating people who show up. So mega family, get those tickets. Yeah, man. Because Ted came up with a great idea, and that is a live version of Should We Be Pissed? Yes. Is should, it Should We Be Mad? Should I Be Mad? Should I Be Mad? Yeah. God damn it. That's close enough. I, I knew the segment we wanted We don't to have do. any fancy intro for it, so it's okay. We can yeah. call it whatever we want until we come up with a fancy intro. Should I be mad? Yeah. So should we, Steve be mad? That I can't remember the name of the damn segment. I think I should be. You look so, pissed. Sorry, man. I mean, clearly- I, I, should I be mad at, at uh, Road Ragers? I feel like I should be. Be mad. But maybe people in the audience will be like, no. So possibly Ted and I will have instances of why we should be mad and asking you if, if we're right or wrong. Or even better, if anyone that's coming and you have something that's getting under your skin, keep it in that back pocket and show up to Live Day. And we'll put you on the microphone. We'll put you on our podcast. And we'll leave it up to the audience to decide whether or not you should be mad. Yes. And keep in mind. These are things that you have to be questionable. Should we be mad? Right. Don't hop up there and go, hey, my buddy slept with my girlfriend. Like, of course you should be mad. Like, that's too serious for the segment. Unless your girlfriend's also your sister. Then it should be weird. <laughs> and they're not Timbers fans. Oh, 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 look at that. <laughs> Taking shots at our friends in Portscum. <laughs> How rude. <laughs> So I'm looking forward to that, dude. I don't know what That'll else we're going to awesome. do, but you know, we're going to try and incorporate as much as possible. Maybe we'll bring some of the bands that are around or the musicians. Maybe we'll get them to put them on the spot to do like a campfire session. It's going to be very loose. It's going to be very fun. It's going to be a great time. Yeah. Not like the normal strict mega cast. No, no. You know, we're a very well-oiled machine here <laughs> yes. at the mega cast studios. What do we want to, as we're saying, we're well, what do we, we want to do? What do you want to do? Let me, hey, maybe I should start the timer so we'd stay on time. I uh, always jot it down too, but I got I it. know. I just like hearing that alarm. It makes All me right. feel, it's almost like our producer telling us to wrap it up. Yo, wrap, wrap it. it up, B. <laughs> wrap it up. Remember that on Chappelle show? Oh my gosh. The wrap yes. it up. <laughs> right. Missed that show. Yeah, man. Um, do you want to hear uh, another voicemail from my mom? We got a voicemail. Oh. Right, because me and your mom have a slight disagreement. Yes. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's listen to my latest voice. So just to set the stand, the stage, since my mom and my dad have both retired, my mom was retired before my dad. All right. My dad retired, and I feel like my mom has picked up drinking because of that. Yeah, not, they're together all the time. Right. Not in like a, she's in bad shape. We need to have an intervention. But like, 
One or two drinks gets my mom a little bit more chatty. And she's already, you met my mom. She's already a chatty lady. Right. She just gets extra chatty. Yeah. So a 15-minute conversation with my mom, which is what we would usually have, now becomes about 40 minutes. All right. And I notice she's calling me more, which is I'm not complaining about. Like, don't. Yeah. It's just sometimes I never know if I'm waking them up or not. So when she calls, I'm always pumped because I'm like, well, they're up. I could talk because it's at night. And so she's been calling me like every few days, which has been really, really cool. Does she call you like in the morning? Uh, no, usually around like five or six o'clock at night. Okay. So it's perfect timing. I'm waiting for Sid to come home from work. Yeah. So my mom and I have a nice little fun chat because I am the angel, as mm-hmm. we've learned. Mm-hmm. And my wife does not need to hear this part, but it's true. It is. Yeah. Everybody knows it's Steve. And everyone's- Your wife, deep down, your wife knows too. She knows. She knows. She's she's blessed to be with this angel. Yeah. I mean, why do you think Hashtag she's- chip- blessed. Chipping in little things now, getting your grape sodas. Yep. This is trying to win when you're back. Your mom calls more. Now look at you. You got grape soda in the house. If anyone's following our Twitter at the Megacast, you saw that. After all that conversation, I never brought it up to her. But Ted and I obviously have a mutual love for grape soda. Yeah. And my wife, so, so she's big on that Zevia yeah, drink. Like this, yeah. But their regular diet cola is, eh, it's okay. Yeah. You know, it's a good enough, you know, since we don't want to constantly drink Diet Coke, She's trying to find like healthier, besides water, of course. That cherry lime, lacroix, that one's really good. Yeah, but uh, the 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 root beer zevia is incredible. All right, the black cherry root beer incredible, and the grape is phenomenal. It's not super grapey. It's just enough, but it's it's great. So she doesn't listen. How did she know about the grape soda? She knows I like grape soda. Oh, all right. But all out right. of the blue, it just showed up, and I was like, oh my gosh! It's like as if maybe she is listening. Maybe yeah. she's on to us. Maybe. And so I, of course, texted to Ted. I'm like, wife of the year. Right. Grape soda. It's the simple things. Yeah. It was like the first thing I saw when I got up, I think, Saturday. Yeah. So anyways, my mom left me a voicemail, and uh, apparently my mom and my, my best friend Ted have issues with each other, which mm-hmm. is scaring me. Hi, Stephen. It's mommy. Everything's okay. Uh, now, she always has to do that because it's just the world we live in. When I see my mom calling, I assume the worst. I so when my mom calls, it's fine. If my mom calls twice, oh. anybody in my family calls twice in a row, Scary. then I'm like, "All right, yeah. what's up?" And, and and not to get like super bummer town, but my dad's been battling a little bit of health issues, right. and it sounds like he's on the upswing, but it's still to the point where I think that's also a little bit why my mom's calling more. And in fact, she even said, "Hey, um, I, I you know don't I don't want my husband or Bill to hear it but like may, you know hopefully you could come home sometime soon I don't want him to think that I'm doing it out of fear but you know yeah and, and younger and of course you know I mean they have plans of coming to visit me sometime in the near future but that hit that that was hard that was last night and like you know I was trying to like my wife could tell I was starting to cry a little bit like because yeah. it was like my gosh like I never think about life without my parents you know I mean and and they're relatively healthy. I mean, as healthy as a 70 something year old could be, but apparently my dad had a little bit of a health scare and he's doing better. So I think that's why she said everything's okay. But right. also I never know if my mom's telling me the truth or not. I mean, <laughs> sometimes they just, they, they didn't tell me my uncle passed for like four weeks after until after he passed because they were afraid of how I would handle it. I'm like, I'm a human being and I'm an adult. I could handle it. Okay. Like, let me know. Yeah. Now I feel like a douche because I never contacted my cousins to say, I'm sorry to hear about, your your pops, you know, yeah. That that was a weird moment, but um. So that I think that's part of why she needs to make it a point to say everything's okay. Everything's all right. It's just mom. Yeah, it's just mom. You know, just having some Jack Daniels. Wanted to call you, leave you a voicemail. I called to give you update. You believe that the Yankees are going to maybe be in the World Series? She's wrong oh, about that. Wrong about that one. Yeah, but she was right about. She's excited about the Dodgers and the Dodgers. 
And they play- See, I was a Dodgers fan as a kid because Steve Garvey was on the Dodgers. All right. I was. A- I just assumed because you were from Brooklyn, like maybe your parents just never gave up on the Dodgers. No. They're just like, we're sticking with them. They no. left in like the 60s. Nope. Hell with that. We're sticking with no, them. No, my grandpa, he threw out the, the, his love for the Dodgers, became a Yankees fan. All so right. I always liked the Yankees, but my favorite team when I was a kid was the Los Angeles Dodgers because Steve Garvey was on the team. Why do you and like then, Steve Garvey so much? Because his name is Steve. Anybody who Oh, yeah, that's right. No different than why I like the Seahawks. Steve Largent. It's, it's fair. Yeah, it was just very... I, I didn't grow up in a sports family, so I had to pick my teams based on if the star player was named Steve, I was in. When I was a kid, Washington was good, and their best running back was Timmy Smith. Oh, dude. I have a cousin named Timmy Smith. I mean, it was it was perfect for us. That is that would so you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the Timmy Smith, the running back, was black. My cousin Tim is obviously white, but you know, we still we still identified with him. It's all the same, it's completely Smiths. different. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere down the line, me and those Smiths are, are somehow related. And they're playing right now, but it's, it's nothing, nothing. And I want- real quick. So my mom is also retired in, in her seventies. Yeah, and for whatever reason, like she'll text me about Maryland games. But like the last two weeks, she just randomly texts me about the World Series, right? Or like baseball. My mom called me yesterday to make sure to find out what channel the World Series was on. Yeah, like I'm gonna pull one up real quick. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, have it in there. Mom, sell. Last night, six oh one p.m. One to one, top of the fourth. Looks like all the players are still sweating their heads off. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it with our moms being retired and all of a sudden becoming baseball fans? I think, you know, I think it's because they have the time, and their generation was just so baseball-heavy. America's pastime. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's just funny to me that both, like, like I don't I can't remember the last time I told my mom how jacked I was for baseball this or baseball, and I still watch baseball, but it just, well, yeah, she's sending me updates now on, on the World Series. I'll be honest, I had no intentions of watching the World Series. I was like, ah, you know, I think so. I ended up watching the World Series because I knew my mom was watching it. It was almost like I felt like I was hanging out with my mom watching the World Series, because yeah. she called a half hour before the game to find out and to chat and to tell me she had a couple drinks of Jack. Maybe it's the Jack. I don't know. But all of a sudden, she's a big baseball fan again. Yeah. All right. So that's funny. And also tell you, I was talking about you the other day all about how Stone was on the other night on this Jimmy Kimmel show. I like how she's like, I don't even know who this guy is. This, on this Jimmy on Kimmel. This Jimmy Kimmel show. Oh, man. He looks the same age. And we reminisce when you and I on the phone about... When we ordered the... the um, Did she only watch Kimmel because he was in Brooklyn that week? That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know that how That is kind she, of ironic. I don't know how she ended up watching Jimmy Kimmel. Because it was probably big news that he was doing a show for Brooklyn. And then she probably also saw Howard Stern was on. And, yeah. You know, that was kind of like she, by default, liked Howard Stern, not because of his content, but because her son was obsessed with how I was obsessed with Howard Stern yeah. growing up as a kid. I mean, I would leave my house... I would wake up at 6 a.m. to listen to the show, even though I didn't have to wake up until like 7-something, listen until I had to get ready for school, put a tape uh, in a tape recorder, record, and I'd always get the 120-minute, the longer tapes. Yeah, yeah, And I purposely convinced my parents to buy me a recorder that would flip it when one side was done and automatically keep recording on the other side. So I'd get two more hours of Howard Stern Nice. Uh, when I'd leave for school and I'd come home, hurry up to finish my homework because my mom wouldn't let me listen until I finished my homework. And then I put my headphones on and just sit around and listen to Howard Stern. Man. S- slight obsession. A little bit. Just a tad. Tad. I didn't have a lot of friends, Ted. Sorry, man. Mm. Howard Stern, that time that grandma was sitting in the corner and thought Christopher was a girl, and then he came down with his underwear on, we were laughing. 
So just giving you an update then. I always talk about you and there's always some kind of funny thing. I love you. When you have a chance, give me a call. Bye-bye. That was the call. All right. So I don't think I'm in complete disagreement. She just said Howard Stern was on. Yeah, she liked him. She thought he looked young. My friend Chris, back in the day when we were both younger kids, he had long hair. My grandma thought it was my girlfriend and thought he was she was such a sweet girl. Oh, Realized right. later on when my friend came down in just his underwear, apparently. I don't remember that part. She could tell he was a man. He was all man. <laughs> or he just didn't have a top on, and that wouldn't be weird if a girl came down in her underwear with no top on. Hey, man, I don't know what goes on in New York. Hey, all right, I grew up outside Brooklyn's a weird town, man. Right? You know, yeah, Howard Stern going on Jimmy Kimmel, this... Whoever this dream God, I love it. And you know what's sad? Even at 36, I do it now too. Like, uh, like I, I don't, you know, you just put the in front of something. It's yep. like, God damn it. I can't believe I just said that. My wife gives me a hard time because I always say the Facebook, the Twitter. Yeah. The TV. So I'm like, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm watching the TV. She's like, you know, you, you could just say, I'm watching TV. I, the one that gets me all the time is I still call it an icebox. Do you really? Check the icebox. No, you don't. I do. You didn't grow up in the days of the icebox? No, I don't know. Just... Yeah, she. <laughs> well, you're right, but it just, isn't it an icebox? I guess technically it's a refrigerator. Yeah, it's a refrigerator. Yeah, get yourself a beer out of the icebox, you punk. I kind of want to get you an icebox for like your birthday. Oh, please don't. <laughs> we we had one in our home for years. Did you really? Yes. You, you Wait, you grew up with an actual icebox. No, okay. We never used it. It but was it just was like an antique. You know, like the tops where yeah. they would put the cubes of ice yeah. and then like the big heavy door. Wow. So my mom loved this thing. And I just remember it took up so much space, but we could like never get rid of it. Wow. Yeah. It was that. We had a wicker chair she loved. Mm-hmm. And then that crepe myrtle, or crepe myrtle tree out in front. I don't even know what that is. It's like the trees, they, they get real bushy in the summertime and they bloom and then they kind of hang over. Oh, okay. So it had like pink in it and stuff. Basically, my father hated it. My mother loved it. Mm. And then as soon as they split up, he paid somebody to just basically chop it. That's like me when I broke up with my last girlfriend, changed all the locks on the doors in the house. Yeah. So you can never come back in. Right. It's like that punctuator. Yeah. I thought That was his punctuator, huh? Yeah. What was yours? Do you remember one? Like the first relationship I had, it was like throwing out the pictures. Yep. That was a big one. But that doesn't count anymore. So the last relationship I had, it was like when it was officially over, it's like. Unfriend. Yes. Yeah. And block. Yeah. I've never actually. I don't even want you to find find me on social media. Dude, you know what's funny? I've never done the block thing on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I've had people, I've had exes do it to me and I'm like. Why? It, right? Yeah. They just, all of a sudden it was like, we have a S ton of mutual friends. Like, like I think like, it's obvious. Like, right. I, I don't get it. But right. yeah. What are they, what are they afraid of? Like, you're going to stalk them? Like, don't give yourself that much credit, babe. Yeah. Exactly. That'd be funny. Actually, if anyone wants, email us. You know our email addresses here at the station or tweet us at the Megacast. What was your punctuator when you broke oh, up yeah, with someone? Oh, yeah, that's a good call. That'd be kind of fun to read what other people do like that when that relationship ended. So yours was unfriending somebody. Unfriending, Mine, yeah. Changing the locks. That there's, was right. There's something that you do that signifies it's over. Right, right. Before yeah. our producer tells us to wrap it up in this segment. God damn it. Just tyrant. Uh, I, I love hearing those kind of stories. Like, your, your pops getting rid of that tree. Oh, man. I mean, he right, they whacked it down quick. Bro, it was nothing better when I remember I changed the locks, and then I get the text, did you change the locks while oh, I was at work? She came by. She was coming by to get something, even though she told me she already got it. I, I made it a point, you have everything, right? Right, right, yes. right. Yes. All right. 
just you're not welcome in this house anymore. Like I just want this to be very clear. You can't just come in, like because you know we had to via text when she left just because I was at work and all that. And I'm like, we're good, right? And she's like, yes. You know, I was trying to be cool about it, but I was like, I don't want to risk. I don't know. You never no, know. You had dude, you never especially- know. Right. We're not going to get into it. Sure. You needed to change those locks. So I changed them all, which was great because I, I, I had a, a, a locksmith come in, come by. He shows up. Turns out he's a listener. He's like, hey, wait, are you Steve? I'm like, yeah. And I tell him what's going on. He goes, I did the same thing with my last girl. He's like, you know what? I'll just charge you for one. I won't charge you for the rest of the keys. Nice. And I was like, he saved me like over 100 bucks. Yeah. It was awesome. So yeah, nothing better than getting that text. Did you change the locks? Yes. I told you you were not welcome in this home. Why would you know that I changed the locks? Yeah. It was that's great. my other big thing, too. Like, if I break up, like... We're done. Not not even, like, breakups. That's, like, not an insult, but that's, like, the ultimate thing. Like, when I say, like, that person is not welcome in my home. Right. To me, that's, like, we're, we're done. Yeah. it's You're dead to me. Yeah. And I wish you nothing but the best. I don't want wish ill will. I don't want harm done to you or anything along those lines. I don't want you to be miserable. I want you to be happy. Right, but go I want you out life. of my life. Right. Yeah. I just need you out of this life. Exactly. You can still live. I'm yeah. giving you permission. Live. Kiss the ring. Thrive. Yeah. Kiss so send us what your punctuator is. When yeah. you broke up, I want to know exactly what you did at the Megacast or just email one of us and we'll read and, 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 and chat about those at the next episode of the Megacast. But let's take a quick break. All right. All right. When we get back, um, we could talk more about the Howard Stern stuff because I know we didn't get to. But also, uh, you mentioned how like you love anyone with the last name Smith. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you know that uh, somebody with your name... Save somebody's life. No. A celebrity Smith. In no way am I shocked, though. Right. So when the Mega Cash gets back, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Ted and Steve need a minute to go to Grandma's garden. I have no idea what the hell that means. But the Mega Cast will be back. Grandma's garden. You look strong. Cause she weeded out whatever could go wrong She'd say the straight and narrow Is the toughest road to hold Just remember what you eat is what you sow Grandma's love is what made Grandma's garden grow When you were a kid, you couldn't wait for Halloween. It wasn't just the candy. It was the one night you could be Batman, Wonder Woman, or Superman. Now that you're an adult, your kids can enjoy Halloween just as much as you did. Trick or treat! Well, they would if their costumes weren't so lame. What are you supposed to be? What fun is Halloween if you go as a fidget spinner, an emoji, or worse yet, YouTuber Jacob Sartorius? Hmm. Don't worry, parents. Now there's help at GetMoreCandy.com, the site that'll convince your kids to toss that lame costume for a cool one. How? GetMoreCandy.com is loaded with data which demonstrates that a cool costume results in higher candy yields on Halloween. For instance, even a simple ghost costume consisting of an old sheet with two eye holes results in a 33% higher candy yield for your kid than if he or she went as the poop emoji, which, by the way, was so last year. GetMoreCandy.com Because Halloween was never supposed to be lame
if I was to think out loud, I would say, Dan, Ted and Steve are the shit. I love these guys. The mega cast is back. We are listening to the song Looking at You right now, Ted. Kiss me oh. the light of the yeah, I, 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 sorry. I just love this guy. Oh, Ed Sheeran's the man. Yeah. But you know me. Like, I, again, I just like this song and I really wasn't paying attention. We're both Drake. looking at now each other. I'm staring you eye to eye. Well, there's a challenge yeah. for any of our dudes listening. Put this song on and just make eye contact with your friend in the car. But it's unfair with you and I. Wait, Ted, we found love. Right where where we are. It's right here the whole time, Steve. The bromance. Right, like... Sorry. It just doesn't count. Like, I hung out in locker rooms with you and stuff. Right. I was just laughing this morning, right? So, for, for Halloween, me and my buddy Joe... Are dressing up as uh, my idea, Dirty South rappers. So chains, <laughs> and I bring up velour because I have a fresh velour sweatsuit that I've yet to wear that I can't wait to wear Saturday. Right? I'm so pumped to see pictures of. This. Oh, we have gold chains. He's got a J. I got a T. Oh my god! We both have grills. Right. So my mom, when I told her the idea, I bought this chain like a fake chain years ago. My mom still has it. She's like, I'll mail you out the chain or whatever. So this morning, I'm joking around, and I got the chain on, and I'm shirtless. And I remember years ago on the bus, mm-hmm. remember, it was like, it's somebody be like, oh, he's Rick Ross in it. Because I take off my shirt, and I have the big beard, and I just be like partying. And I was like, that is such a funny thing. But like, outside of like me, you, and a couple of the donkeys, like that would mean nothing to anybody. No, but it was great. Oh, oh man. Can't wait for that. that. That weekend, the classic. Oh, the classic. Rick Ross in it. Rick Ross in it. Oh, man. Uh, so I mentioned, speaking of family. Purple Lamborghini. Purple Lamborghini is the jam. Yeah. Can't wait to play that one again. Uh, with Skrillex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, WWE, former WWE star. Uh, he, he was there for a half a second. His pops was a huge star. Remember the British Bulldogs? He was and eventually known as the British Bulldog. And that's uh, Davey Boy Smith. His son, Harry, who also then went by Davey Boy Smith Jr., was right. part of WWE for a minute. Things didn't work out. He got let go, and he's been killing it on the independent scene. In fact, All he right. was just recently here for a Defy Wrestling when we had our Defy Gigantic in Tacoma and also in Seattle. He killed it in, in, in the ring. He was very entertaining. He's a big dude, super nice, very funny. Like I remember when I asked him for, how do you want me to introduce you? He gave this long spiel of saying, I want, want you to introduce me as the most handsome wrestler in all of the world. He's a modern-day James Bond, blah, blah, blah. I just kept going and going, and I realized, oh, he's just He's just ribbing me. Yeah. But I, I still did it. And he gave me this look like, I can't believe you just did that. I was so like, he was a nice, funny guy? Yeah. What's his last name? Uh, let me, Smith. Hmm. Interesting. And he's also a hero. <laughs> we all are. Apparently so. <laughs> Apparently, uh, the other day, he saved a woman from jumping off of a bridge and committing suicide. All right. Dude, this story is nuts. He goes, quote, I saved a life today and I'm grateful I was able to do it. When driving... Uh, in a road in Calgary, I saw a girl crying and hanging off the bridge with someone trying to talk to her. I stopped. I jumped the barricade. I tried talking to the girl. And she was crying and an emotional mess and threatened to jump if I got closer. With people on the ground waving at her not to jump, I decided to grab a hold of her and not take any chances. She started to slide and I wanted to go more at, and wanted to go more as I gra- grabbed to hold her. Luckily, my years of grappling and self-defense, I knew how to grab her hard. 
And how to pull that's something that Smiths all know how to do. Grab it hard. That's right. <laughs> and how to pull her up from hanging and jumping. She wasn't exactly small either, which that line pissed off the internet community. Of oh, course. yeah. It seems a little unnecessary. It I was. Mean, I, I know he's trying to tell get, a story. Right, he's like, man, this was tough. But right. that shit, yeah, like. It just seems, I picture like a fireman being like, yeah, we saved her. Wasn't small either. Like the big girl. (laughs) I know. When I read that part, I was like, oh, people are going to focus on that and not the heroic thing that you just did. And of course, you check the Facebook comments and a lot of people are like, you're an amazing person, blah, 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 blah. And then, of course, there's some people out there who are just like, I can't believe you would say what kind of size she is. And then also, I can't believe you posted a picture and her face is seen in it. And the picture is from the distance. You can't tell what she looks like. Yeah. All right. So she wasn't exactly small either. I knew not to grab her clothing because she would have ripped through it when I yanked her off the bridge. That's another thing that uh, Smiths are good at, yanking. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that makes more sense. He's saying he couldn't grab her clothing because she wasn't small. Right. It, it's to set the, set the tone of the story. I established the mount position as you're doing grappling, and I did not let her budge. She also said that she had a gun, too. Sheesh. She was crying and said she just wanted a hug. But as much as I wanted to hug her, I told her I couldn't hug her because she said she had a gun. And then she squirmed and demanded I get off of her. I told her, Miss, you're not going to move unless I want you to. I'm an expert grappler, and you're not going to shoot me. We will get you help. Life is a precious thing, and I'm here to help you. I held her until the police came, and the police thanked me for my help. Um, and then he said, I really believe if I wasn't there and able to grab her, she would have jumped. And they confirmed, the police confirmed how everything unfolded and, and the story is 100% true, which is crazy. The reason why, why are you laughing? I, I'm just being a horrible person, but it's like, if he's in full mount, she needs to shrimp and get out of there. <laughs> well, here's the best part. <laughs> he's in full mount and I, I don't have a color picture of it, but take a look at what Davy Boy Smith is wearing. Oh my God! He's wearing pajamas. He's while wearing doing this. a onesie. He's wearing a onesie, a blue onesie. That is so intense, too. Right? Like, I mean, I know you told me he was in full mount, but I'm just like, damn! Isn't that insane? Let me out of here, ma'am. I'm an expert grappler. <laughs> I'm not letting go of you, hero of the day. That's such a guy that's wrestled on a high level. Only somebody like that would be like, yeah, I'm an expert gra- grappler. <laughs> like. This is the third grappler outside of high-level wrestling. I'm an expert grappler. I will not let you go. Yeah. I shot him a text, and, and I haven't heard back from him because I was hoping that maybe we could get him on the podcast to talk about the whole thing because I thought that would be really, really funny. Uh, but I would imagine he's being blown up left and right about well, this story because it's all over the internet. So I.S. Smith have a story kind of like this. I, of course you do. Yeah. Because all Smiths are heroes. Uh, in the first six months I lived here, okay, I'm walking up born. And it crosses I-5. Mm-hmm. And there's a lady. Like, Were you wearing a onesie? I was not. Oh, then not a true smith. But I was very depressed. Okay. I was very homesick. I hadn't had any delicious chicken wings that I thought met the standards of the East Coast yet. <laughs> I understand what you're saying there. So I'm walking home. Shout out to Monopole in Plattsburgh. Right. <laughs> Looking at you, Cluck you. Cluck you? That was your spot? You never heard of Cluck? I guess it's only in the Maryland, like, yeah. No. Nope. Cluck you chicken, man. <laughs> Way better name than Monopole. <clears throat> but I mean, Green Turtle, mm-hmm. any of those places, Old Bay Chicken Wings, I'm getting way ahead of myself. Okay, sorry. So I'm depressed, I'm walking home, and there's this lady, she's yelling at her boyfriend, he walks away, and she's like, I'm going to jump over the bridge, like Jesus. over the railing. Yeah. Now, that Smith was a lot more proactive, I just called the cops. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I saw the cops pull up, I walked away. <laughs> Turned out that cop, also last name Smith, so in a roundabout way, you were a hero. That's what I'm saying, I have a close story. Right. I mean, 
She probably looked at you like, what are you doing? And like him, he said, you know, I, he said. I'm an expert grappler? I'm an expert grappler. And you're like, I'm an expert dialer. Yeah, I know how to, I know how to make these phone calls. I can call 911 better than most. Yeah. I've been doing it my whole life. I, I, I was born into it. I think that's only the second time I've called 911. I don't think I've ever called 911. I'm trying to think. Really? No. I've never called nine. I've called the cops. But not it was never like urgent, so I just oh, called like, like a, a like the non emergency line. Right. But yeah. I've done that before. Yeah, I've never called nine one one. I called nine one one. Oh, jumper. besides that. Any other reason? Uh years ago I was driving back through like uh God, I'm trying to remember what area that is in Maryland. Anyhow, it's kind of ghetto and like I'm at a stoplight and there's just a dude walking car to car, like banging on windows and like demanding fights. But it was Jeez. weird because it was right on the PG County, Montgomery County line. So when I called 911, they're like, oh, you're in Montgomery County. And then I was like, no, you're in PG. And I was like, look, man, like this guy's either going to get killed or he's going to kill somebody. Right. Can, can we just, stop arguing over where we are? Right. Like, I get it. I'm right on the line. But like, I'm also by TikTok liquors. I mean, like, come on. And I'll, cluck you. Right. There probably was a cluck you around the corner. And it turns out that person was Miles Montgomery. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, was he? Met. <laughs> no, I just. Man, thinking about those honey, what's it, the the honey barbecue cluck cluck you right now? I don't know. I've never been there. Yeah, I know. I'm just thinking about it. I've been thinking a lot about uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. We need to have a Buffalo Wild Wings night. We do, man. I haven't had a proper wing night. Yeah. In probably like two weeks. Maybe. I haven't had wings in forever. I had some in Dallas. I was about to say, I was about to say I haven't had wings in forever. I was like, wait a minute. I just ate some in Dallas two weeks ago. Gosh, I miss the days of when I would leave the rink at the old Tacoma rink. I would have to take Canyon Road, and I would swing by Canyon Pizza, which is a gas station. Yeah, yeah. I station. remember you showed right. me that one. And not only did they have delicious chicken, I mean delicious pizza, but they also had delicious chicken wings there. Yeah. So sometimes I would get a lot. I felt like I extra sweated. I would get some chicken wings. And there's nothing weirder than trying to drive while eating chicken wings. But I did it. Dude, so here's your problem, right? Okay. What's your my wa- problem? Your wife was a lot like, of problems. Too. I don't think she'd want these in the freezer, but once in a while, man, like I'll just buy like the like pack- Tyson's. Yeah. And just cook if you cook them long enough in the oven, they get crispy and stuff. I was about to say, I never enjoy chicken wings at home unless I have a deep fryer. Correct. So you got it like basically you I almost broil them? No, don't okay. broil them. That'll cook them way too fast. But put them in there and like if it says cook them for 20 minutes, cook them for like 25. Okay. You know what I mean? Like like there's some places in town, like I used to get chicken wings, and I'd be like, I know they're baked. I'm like, basically burn them. And they're yeah. like, you want me to burn them? Like, run them through your oven like two or three times, dude. Yeah, make them crispy. Yeah. Yeah, because there's nothing worse than chewy, stringy skin. Right. Right. And it's like, the chicken wing is not like the high end part of the chicken. It should be crispy. Right. And the, yeah. the sauce should almost be kind of burnt into it. Yeah. yeah. That's why you love the old Bay Wings, man. Mm-hmm. Crispy. Dry rub, you know me all That's about why I that. Love dry, the rub. dry rub, yeah, lemon mm-hmm. pepper. All right, well, you know what? Let's go to. Let's, God you know damn what? it! Just call in sick. No one will know, right? Yeah, let's go. I've looked ill pretty pretty much all yeah, morning. I mean, our producer's telling us to wrap it up, and yeah. you don't look good. No, you I feel look terrible. <laughs> right? Yeah, it looks like chicken would be the only remedy to what you're dealing with. Yeah, I'd probably need a wing and like a 22 ounce beer. Oh, 100%. I think that's the best way to do it. In fact, you know what? I think we got to listen to the words of uh, wisdom from our friend. All right, partner. Keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is. Steve Talk! Chicken time! You know what? Why don't we get 10 from this one? Let's do it, dude! Hopefully it doesn't curse. I think this is the clean version. You hope? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. 
You know what time it is. Steve, you're right. I love Whip Biscuit. Right? Come on. Now I know y'all be loving this right here. Let's get up. Let's get 10. I know you've had the summer of rock. Yeah. I think it's the winter of biscuit. Winter of biscuit. Yeah. So if you're coming to Live Day, get your red hat out. Put it backwards. Put a biscuit in your pocket. Get a white t-shirt. Yeah. Some khakis. Some Adidas shoes. Yeah. And show up to Live Day. November... 16th, I think. November 16th, Emerald Queen Casino. That's right. Tickets on sale now at gaswcom Get the VIP package. That yeah. way you can hang out with us. Yeah. And you know what VIP stands for. Very immense penises. Yeah. They're huge. Gigantic. Gonna need a longer fly. Alright. At the Megacast on Twitter. We'll see you next time. Peace.